handoff to Jonathan oh. Taylor. Hughes hole. He's at the 30. He's going to go. 10, 5, touchdown. Jonathan Taylor made a man miss the line of scrimmage and then runs it into Pater. And a one-handed INT. Are you kidding me? Kenny Moore. What a play by Naheem Hines. What's going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of the Bring the Juice Colts podcast. I'm your host, Derek Larger. Joining me today, we have a special guest, co-host of the Forged in Blue podcast, and also a member of the Colts Brawl community, Rashad. How you doing, my man? I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm excited to actually be up here again. The last time uh, Cody had me on right after the Carson Wentz trade broke, my mic and I couldn't say anything, so I was just in a video smiling at people. I'm gonna be honest that that mic makes me. It looks like it's uh, if it was any darker, I'd say it looks like the Death Star from Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Being a Star I'm Wars, sorry. Find that fun. I'm, I'm I'm a Star Wars geek. Hey, hey, I, I got you, man. I, I, I've been looking at it for a while now, and it just looks like that. I see the blue, and I see the red on the end. It's That's funny, man. But listen, man, we're going to hop into it real quick. And for you guys today, we're going to continue talking about some of the free agents that the Colts have coming up this offseason. This time, going to the defensive side. And we're going to start with Danico Autry. He's kind of been a name that's been thrown around on whether or not we should re-sign him or not. Uh, we'll give you some points here. Uh, the first thing we'll talk about, and we always start with the positives here, why we think the Colts should resign him. And the first thing that comes to mind is the experience in the system and experience in the league. You know, this guy's been in the league now for, I think, eight years now, and he's been in this system for three years, has had some time to really get used to how this team likes to play, uh, really has adapted to how everything's gonna, uh, how everything goes on the defensive line, and we'll talk about that point here later. But I think ultimately, Rashad, that the experience here, uh, you know, not having to worry about somebody else coming in that may not be adapted to how the locker room is and everything else on the defensive line, Autry just seems like a safe pick here. Yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong with Danico Autry. You know, what he contributed as far as his sacks and what he contributed in the run game as well is I think what's most overlooked about Danico Autry. He does a really good job setting the edge, and he gets pressure, although not at the rate, you know, you were one out of elite defensive end. But we got to look at it this way. He's played several different positions on that line. So, you know, that that was a big part of what Chris Ballard likes in his defensive players and offensive linemen as well. He likes guys that, you know, can move around a little bit. So mm-hmm. I like Danico. Yeah. And, and, you know, you kind of, and we talk about it with, you know, the DeForest Buckner effect also probably helped him this year. I think that when you look back to his first year, uh, a lot of people didn't really know who he was. And then he kind of made a name for himself. And then in 2019, when he was the face of the defensive line, you know, people started double teaming him and he really couldn't do much. Then DeForest Buckner took over that role and Danico was having a lot more, you know, one-on-ones and especially on the edge where I think he's a little more suitable. I think that made sense. But why don't you go ahead, Rashad, talk about the second point on why we think the Colts will resign him. Well, I mean, that's it's obvious as far as I go. The second point would definitely have to be his contract situation. 
when we first bought Danico Altrian, he was considered, you know, low risk, high reward type of player. And I would think Chris Ballard got great value out of that first contract he gave Danico Autry with his production and all the money he made. You know, you can say the coach won out of that deal. So if we was to bring him back, I don't think Danico Autry will cost us much money due to, you know, his age and everything like that. I think we can get him for around markets. Market value shouldn't be more than, you know, maybe five, four to five million dollars a year. It's, it's something I think is reasonable for Danico Autry, maybe two to three years on that contract. But I think it'll be very favorable for the coach. Yeah, I agree as well. You know, I mean, we saw J.J. Watt just get that giant contract. But, you know, nostalgia with his name is ultimately another reason why, you know, the price was brought up so high. Not a lot of people will remember Danico Autry's name, just not much of a household name uh, amongst the league. But that certainly could play into the Colts' favor. And then the last thing that we want to talk about for why the Colts would uh, want to probably bring Autry back we talked about it a little bit earlier, is his ability to be flexible on this defensive line. He, he's played multiple different positions, like you mentioned, Rashad. He just He's played on the inside and on the outside. You can fit him into different schemes, and that really comes into play. And then another thing that I think a lot of people have not really noticed was his improvement in the run game. You know, we talked about a, a guy that he reminded me a lot of last year, and this is a name that a lot of people remember from a couple years ago was Jabal Sheard. We knew Jabal Sheard, who was, you know, always known to be a really good run defender. He just never lost the edge, always knew how to play uh, on the block, you know, would make a couple sacks here and there. Even though I think Autry right now might actually be uh, doing it better than what Jabal Sheard was because, you know, we know Danico Autry can at least get more sacks. So I really think that, you know, when you look at, him not only being able to uh, rush the uh, the passer at times, being able to now be able to use his body to uh, better go against the uh, on run defense, I think now just really makes him a much more consistent option that the Colts really rely on on this defensive line. Yeah, and I think what hindered his ability to to move to the inside was because of the Colts' lack of sack production coming from the outside. Like, had we had a healthy Kamiko Toure this past season, then we could have lined Autry up as the second D tackle next to DeForest Buckner a lot more and had Toure in Houston coming off the edge. And I think that would have been, you know, kind of our hybrid pass rush, you know, lineup. And I think that would have benefited him more if he could have actually rushed from the inside because we know that he's a power guy. And, mm -hmm. and that's what he likes to do. He gets off of the ball really quickly, and I think he'll have a, a, a real good chance of – beating a guard when a when the other center and guard is stuck blocking DeForest Buckner, which is something that everybody has to do. Hey, what's up, guys? I want to take a pause from the video to talk about our sponsor for this video, Manscaped. Now, Manscaped is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineering tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million worldwide. And we have an exclusive offer for you, our listeners. 20% off plus free shipping with the code BTJ at manscaped.com. I'll say it again with code BTJ at manscaped.com. 
And Derek, Manscaped hooked both you and I up with some pretty cool tools, right? I know you have one there. I have a couple here to, to keep it fresh down there. But Derek, I can't tell you, man, how many times, you know, you've been down there, you've been shaving, you're trying to figure that stuff out. And it's the worst. Uh, it's the worst, man. It is. And Manscaped worst. definitely is a great resource there to, to help you have confidence moving forward, man, and doing that. I know it's never fun, uh, but Manscaped yeah, exactly. makes it a little bit more bearable. Well, thankfully, Cody, I've not had any issues when it comes to that yet. Thanks to Manscaped. <laughs> and the best thing that I've had with that was the Lawnmower 3.0. It's the new device that helps you. It's the third generation trimmer featuring a cutting ceramic blade that helps to keep you from having accidents down there. The best thing for your grooming experience. It also comes with an LED light, helps you mm. to make sure you see where you're going. Obviously, you need that. And it's also waterproof. I don't have any water on me right now, but I would definitely show you. Helps with your shower and grooming experience. Makes it so much easier. Obviously, don't use it on your face. That's just nasty. I'm just letting y'all know that now. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do Don't it. do that. Also, guys, with your package that you would also get comes with a lot of other things that you would need to help with your grooming experience. You have Preserver and Reviver to help with the family jewels to make sure everything is fresh. And also Manscaped throws in a bunch of other things, including boxer briefs and a travel to go bag for to be able to bring your stuff on the road with you. Believe me, your balls will thank you. Cody, tell them how you, uh, again how they can get started with their Manscaped experience. Absolutely. So 20% off and free shipping using the code BTJ, stands for Bring the Juice, BTJ at manscaped.com. Again, that's 20% off shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code BTJ. Unlock your confidence and always have the right tools with Manscaped. Thank you to all of you, including Manscaped, for sponsoring this video. Be sure to check them out, guys, and enjoy the video. All right, so we kind of mentioned some of the reasons why we think Autry will get re-signed. Let's talk about some of the reasons why we wouldn't re-sign him. You had the first thing there. What was the first option for why Autry may not come back? Well, we definitely uh, spoke about it earlier when we were speaking about the contract and how it's a plus for us, but it has to be a negative, you know, when it comes down to just his production and how long he will continue to be product productive. And that's his age. I mean, Danico Archie's no spring chicken. I believe he's what, 31? Yeah, 31 years old. Yep. 31 years old. So, you know, he, he's really past his prime as far as, you know, when he arrived to the Colts when he was 28, you know, he was kind of at his peak and he had the nine sack season. And I think this year's production was more, because of Buckner, like you stated earlier, and at this age and this stage in the game, players that be on the wrong side of 30 tends to start to decline. And you can see it because he's not getting sacks at the same rate, although it may end up being the same amount total. But like you say, he's a boomer bust guy. We talked about that earlier. Some games may have two sacks and then some games he may, you know. Yep. And that's goes right into the second point is that, you know, he's not as consistent as what we really want from somebody else. And, you know, we, we, we've been talking about it this whole time. We, I know you and I have been listening to Michael and Destin in the group chat about what's the biggest need for the Colts right now. Every, a lot of them are saying edge rusher because, you know, the Colts don't have a consistent edge rusher. You yeah. know, they have guys that can get to the quarterback. We're not saying that they can't, but right now there's just inconsistency and, 
you know, if you're not getting a consistent edge rush, it doesn't matter how dominant DeForest Buckner is. It's not always going to be great for you if, you know, you can't get pressure on the outside. And that's certainly one thing that Autry and a lot of the other defensive ends for the Indianapolis Colts have been uh, struggling with over the last few years. Really seems like we haven't had a guy that's really stood into that role since Robert Mathis back in, I don't know what year it was. I don't remember what year it was that he had that 19 and a half sacks, but I mean, I think it was 2014. 2015? I, I think I think it was 2014 because I, I believe he started the next game, the next season suspended for the first four games, right? Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, I totally get it. And so let's get to the last point here, Rashad, and that kind of piggybacks off another point is, you know, potentially getting another guy to fill that role. Yeah, and that's what bringing back Danico Autry does. It hampers our ability to be able to go get the kind of guy you was referring to, a guy like Robert Mathis, or a prime guy that's out there, for example, a Yannick Ngakwe or a Shaq Barrett or even a Romeo Aquara or Carl you know, Lawson. It's, it's plenty of guys. And in this market, I believe we could either take two routes. We can go get one dynamic guy or we can bring back or we can bring in two mid-level guys. But either way, if you're bringing back Danico Autry, that can't happen, you know, so. If you really want to go with go with a high end option, then maybe if you can get Danico Autry on the low end, he can be your pass rusher number two. But mm-hmm. in order for you to get maximum production, sign two two ten sack guys or maybe a, a eleven sack guy and a eight sack guy, just guys that bring in consistent pressure. I'm not so so much worried about the the quarterback sacks. I just want a guy that can get pressure, get hurries, get quarterback hits. Just guys that affect the game because the sacks will come. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And remind me of his name, Aquora. Is that how you say it? A lot. Okay, all right. I said it right the first time. I know you were trashing Cody in the group chat about how he said it. I don't remember how he said it. I don't remember hearing that. But Phil Okariki. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. I, I, I felt like I had to get that out right the first time, but <laughs> here we go, guys. That was our uh positives and negatives on why we think Danico Autry can be re-signed or not re-signed. Let us know what you think in the comments. Do you want to bring Danico Autry back? Do you think that we'd be better served spending that money somewhere else? We're gonna talk about another defensive lineman here coming up here shortly. I'll have Rashad on that one as well. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and as always, go Colts!